PlayStation. I'm chained. Hello everyone and welcome to PlayStation Unchained. Your place for news, reviews, guys, and all the information over on PSU.com. Go check out PlayStation Universe right now. Um, and joining us, as always, is Gary. Hey, Gary. Hello. How Gary. are you today? Um, I'm okay. I'm okay outside of my video game space. But video game-wise, I'm kind of upset. But, yeah. Why are you upset with the video games? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I think we were all we were all waiting for Gary to say because yeah. blah 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. We're all like, I don't want to go. I, I feel like it's gonna lead into a rant, and I kind of don't want it to go into a, a rant. Rant, but... rant, rant, rant. Okay, rant. so essentially, I encountered a game-breaking glitch in the Dead Space remake. Oh, and crap. there is no way around it for me. Um. Essentially what happens is in chapter five, when after you leave the bridge and you go back to the medical ward, um, the door you're supposed to go through uh, is supposed to be open, right? Back into the medical ward. Well, for me, the door is locked and it says standby. Um, and the only way around this glitch is to reload an old save. Well, I can't because I saved my game right after I got off the tram to go into the medical ward manually the game has auto saves but i couldn't reload a previous auto save because i thought maybe i was doing something wrong so i went and tried to find a different way into the medical ward i thought that's what i was supposed to do hmm. so there's no way for me to progress now my game is literally stuck on this thing until ea fixes it if they fix is there it. no way you... jesus is there no I way you I... can um can't you just reload the save again and what it wouldn't, tried. It wouldn't open... It, oh, really? You keep it doesn't change it at all. Like you've reloaded it and it's still locked. Yeah. Oh no. Like, there's there's literally nothing I can do anymore. Apparently, what's causing it is when you get on the tram, you get an audio communication with one of the other characters in the game, and what's supposed to happen is after that audio communication is over, it's supposed to trigger the door opening. Well, right. mine didn't trigger the door opening. And, and that's like the cue that's supposed to go off in the code. Um, it didn't happen Damn. for me. And there's nothing I can do now. Like, even if I replay the audio, it doesn't work. So I'm screwed unless I restart the game. Um, oh, that's really... Sh that is pretty damn shitty, that is. Yeah, apparently it's been in the game since launch. I, I looked it up. A lot of people are having this problem. And it's not the only problem in Chapter 5. There's a lot of other things like that that happen like after you talk to the doctor the psycho doctor that's in in the medical ward sometimes he won't even appear for people and then you're just locked in the medical ward and you can't get out because he's supposed to open the doors for you there's a shit ton of problems with chapter five that apparently they're not even acknowledging it <laughs> like all that's the people really trying weak. to communicate ea and motive like they're not responding to this issue that's really bad like, yeah. it's been out for a couple of weeks now. You would have thought that would have been fixed by now. Especially if it's game-breaking. Like, I understand if, it's a, if yeah. it's a bug or something and, you know, it is yeah, what it's it not is. Like, yeah, it's not like, oh, Isaac loses his head for about for a second or so if you do this kind of thing. It's like you can't progress. You have to restart. <laughs> uh, and even restarting doesn't work, you know? So, uh, I mean, restart just... the game, sorry. That's the only thing you can do. 
Yeah, and I, I'm seven hours into it. There's no way I'm fucking restarting it now. I don't give a shit. <laughs> oh, damn. Um, uh, well, I haven't actually started it yet, so thanks for the warning. I'll try. I'll make yeah. sure I make multiple saves. <laughs> Before you go back to the med station, after med the state, bridge, yeah. make a right. second save. <laughs> I will. At the bridge. <laughs> if it happens um, So, yeah. That happened, and it infuriated me. I contacted EA... No response from them. Um, went to a whole bunch of social media channels, tried to contact them, see if like they know of the issue. So no response, and I'm just very furious, and I'm angry about it, and I'm really, I'm really tired of this shit coming from games. I really am. <laughs> um, I can't blame I, you. <laughs> I, I I feel like. Patches are just things that developers will get and be like, we can fix it later. Let's just release the game. Damn whatever people say. And obviously mm. that didn't help, you know, CD Projekt Red when that happened to them with Cyberpunk. But, you know, it still made millions of dollars. People really didn't care. But I'm just so tired of it. Like, in my opinion... Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo, Steam, anybody should just like charge five to ten million dollars per patch, and maybe then it'll get these fucking developers to invest in. I think it used to be quality assurance. I can't remember how much mm. it was, but Sony <laughs> and Microsoft did charge per patch originally. Yeah, it's like two hundred thousand dollars a patch. Yeah, Jeez. it needs to be more. I'm sorry, it needs to be more in my opinion, because. Instead of just releasing the game broken or unfinished like this, they will invest in more testers, more people to find this shit, and release, like, God, just go back. Even during the PS3 days, games functioned better than this. PS2 games, like, you didn't release that shit until it was 100% good to go. Yeah, until it was working (laughs) properly, yeah. Uh, Because you have no choice, yeah. Like, if you had a Uh, bug or something, then you had the bug. People took that bug and they're like, oh, it's, it's a fun little thing. But they didn't have these insane game-breaking shit, you know? I mean, games are more complicated now than ever. So That's that doesn't fine. help it, that. I, and to, to me, even, it's still an excuse, man. Okay, no. <laughs> I, I, I can't agree with you 100%, especially with the whole games were better back then than they are now. Like, in, in theory, it, you, it feels like it because people are remembering back in the day and, the, you know, we have patches now. We didn't have patches back in the day. So people are looking back fondly because of that. But a lot of these games had game-breaking bugs. And not just that, but sometimes versions of the game will have more bugs than other versions of the game because companies would actually release different versions of the game later on in the game's life cycle when the bug has been fixed. So that if you look, if you look there's, uh, like, um, there's numbers on some games where technically... Let's just say the game came out, I don't know, January 1997. And there's some bugs that people found out. When the re-release on Platinum comes out a year later, in whatever whatever later, that will have a different product code because that might actually have some bug fixes that the original did. Look at look at Mario, for instance. Mario 64 was a buggier, buggier version in the Japanese version, if I'm right. But because they had enough time to fix some of the bugs before the North American release, the North American release actually has some fixes that the Japanese version doesn't have. And that's the Final, same thing that Final happens. Final Fantasy VII as well. Yeah. 
So yeah, and Sonic Adventure. Yeah, you're yeah. right about that. So it's not the fact that patches didn't exist back then. It was like technically you would have to buy a completely different version of the game to get the patched version. Yeah, like you say, <laughs> platinums or like in Resident Evil's yeah. case, for example, you know, you had like the Dual Shock versions. You had different type. Uh, Final Fantasy VII is a good example. You had Final Fantasy VII International, which was ja- uh, the uh, which was Japan the Japanese version with I think it had the stuff from the US and UK yeah, what, uh, yeah. versions in it with the fixes and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, so yeah, good point. I think though, what think... Gary's trying, I think um, no. I think what Gary's trying to say as well that it's um obviously like a game like uh, a big open world game, or it's easier to miss things like that. But I mean, Dead Space as well. It's a short single player game. You, you would have thought that they would that kind of stuff would be easier to detect, you know, rather than I could understand something like that happening in like the Elder Scrolls or even C- Cyberpunk because we mentioned it. But you know, a, a short, uh, you know, like a I don't know how how fucking long dead space is i don't know 10 hours or whatever but you know a, a short single player a single player game like that n- non-open world you, you those kind of things you would thought would have been easier for lack of a better term to find you know easier I don't but, know if maybe but as Gary, i said yeah but as i said it's just because things are a lot more complicated now like hardware is a lot more complicated yeah. than before there's more more stuff that can break yeah that's true yeah that's true and we've got I more systems than ever <laughs> for, for for me, I still feel like quality assurance is non-existent these days. It's like release the game, fix it later. Like name one game that's come out that didn't get a day one or a day two patch. That shouldn't be happening. That shit should already be handled. There should not be a day one patch. If there's a day one patch, that just tells me you know shit is fundamentally broken in your game before it comes out. I mean, yes and it should no. Should not be happening. Yes, yes and no on that part. Rabbit, the, <laughs> again, I'm, getting, I'm sorry for defending big corporation, but at the same time, I like to dis, dis, you know, disprove some stuff that I, you know, that might not, you know, it's, you're right, though, they should be fixed. But at the same time, let's just say, okay, Final Fantasy 16, wh- where's that coming out again? Uh, July? No, June? June, June, July, isn't it? June, yeah. July, yeah, I don't remember the date. Okay, yet. let's just say June 27th. I don't, I can't remember the day off the top of my head. Okay. <laughs> Our game is almost finished. Okay, it's our game is done. Uh, We've submitted it to the company to get printed. It takes it to send out three or four weeks before it goes released because you've got to make sure that enough copies printed and shipped out around the whole world. So it Mm -hmm. takes at least two to three weeks Mm -hmm. for the printing. Okay, so you submitted, you 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 finished, you find, you submitted that, and that two to three weeks. That's when you're like, oh crap! I just realised there's a bug here. This is, that two to three windows when you start working on the day one patch to make sure that any anything that you might find between the 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 print the send off to then gets fixed for day one. Okay, that's mm. fine if you're yeah. buying a boxed copy of the game, but if you're releasing it digitally, there's no reason that day one patch should exist because that day one patch should only be if you have the physical version of the game. The digital version but- should already be fixed on launch day but that would mean they would then just have to submit it would still be a day one patch technically because they still got that two to three week window to add the patch and the only difference is they then add it to the file the game file yeah then don't announce that your game has gone gold two months in advance and then release a day one patch 
I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Don't announce your game has gone gold unless you know for a fact it's gone gold. Because clearly it hasn't gone gold. To, to me, when, you, when your game goes gold, in my mind, the way I'm seeing it, the game has gone gold a month in advance. Oh, it's time for a vacation until the game releases, and then we can see what people are saying and what we need to fix. That's how I'm seeing it. Like if your game is gold, to me that's it's one hundred percent ready to go. You don't make it gold and be like, oh shit, we still got quality assurance to do to make sure everything is actually gold. <laughs> well, anyway. My opinion. <laughs> but I'm just saying I'm really just tired of buying a game that has game breaking bugs. If it's bugs, whatever, you know, if there's an easy workaround all I just Put to the main menu and reload the the fucking game. That's fine, but when I literally can't continue a game, that's the kind of shit that should have been caught before you release the game. <laughs> There's no way this should have happened, especially in a game that's a remake where everything is technically done. You're just looking at it and making it better. <laughs> it's not like you have to rewrite oh. the scenario redo every single texture and you just have to make it the texture look better it's yeah some textures you probably have to redo but it's a remake <laughs> it's not a brand new game that you're making unless you built it from the ground up which they didn't do with dead space did i not do that at all i'm pretty sure it wasn't built from the ground up no all right i sorry i don't mean yet yeah, I, mean, I, I think i think it used the unreal good. engine but it used ah. obviously the remake used a better version of unreal engine but... Oh, okay, yeah. I wasn't. Um, I mean, obviously, it wasn't made from the ground up in the sense it's a remake. I, I meant just from a technology point of view and everything. If it was, because mm. I don't understand how that kind of thing works. That's all. So, I mean, a lot of parts but, uh, are already done for you. The story is done for you. Yeah, the music yeah. is done for you. You know, there's a lot of part of that game development that you don't have to worry about anymore. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but still, um, the game came out what on the twenty fourth, twenty seventh. 27th, it's now the the 12th. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. 12th, that 12th. shit should have been fixed by now. That game-breaking bug should have been fixed by now. Yeah, I agree with that. That should have been fixed. That should have been fixed like on the de- like the day after release or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. If it was, you know, if people were flagging it up that early, definitely. <sighs> so yes, there's my rant. Sorry. Please continue with introductions. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, it was no in the intro. Look, <laughs> All I'm going to say is content. You know, this, this was content, so it's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, totally. And totally. You, heard, you heard talking right there. It's Mike. He's back again. Welcome back. <laughs> I can't believe it. Yeah, not twice in a row, but, you know, I, I've made it every other week, so that's, that's not bad. I'm keeping my promise. I said at least every other week. I, uh, yeah, I had, um, I, I was busy just embedded in uh uh the wizarding world for about four days non-stop last week so i couldn't sadly make it um but yes good to be back guys good to uh, good to talk about um... talk about game breaking glitches that was i don't know if, we don't know if it was i was watching someone play it i don't know if it was a game breaking mm-hmm. glitch or not but he had a mission where um he had to right he had to listen to some goblins right right but he also had a, uh, uh, the NPC bef- just before that told him, this is how you kill the goblins. So he, he went around and murdered the goblins, right? Because the NPC yeah. told him how to do it. 
And then after being told how to kill them, they said, you should stand and listen. And he's like, but they're all dead. <laughs> okay, I don't, I don't think I've done that mission. Uh, it doesn't ring he a had bell. To that's, that's... He had to reload a save because he, he'd killed all the NPCs that he was supposed to listen to. Oh, okay. No, I haven't been told to um, <laughs> listen. Um, <laughs> oh, that's cool. Um, well, well, gonna... Really quickly, speaking of those bugs, my friend was mm -hmm. playing it yesterday and he sent us a video. He's flying his broomstick, right? Just having fun. And then the broomstick just disappears. And his character just free falls, lands on a rock, dies, and then the broomstick appears. Boy, he died. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Again, I wish I, I'd love to have seen that. No, I've um, I've haven't had any uh, broomstick flying issues. I've um, I've been you know no disappearing brooms. I have flown into rocks and trees and stuff, but no, I didn't die or anything. I'm just shit at controlling the broom. <laughs> Anyway, do you want to talk a bit about the game while we're doing introductions, I guess? Actually, before yeah, you do sure, it, Al, Al, one second. Alfonso, how are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Hello, hello. I'm well. Um, I went back and invested more time in Forspoken, and I have to say I'm enjoying it a lot more than I did do my first first time playing it. Right. Just because um, I found out that within the game, you can... Re, how am supposed to say this? You can reassign skills, like obviously restack. you know you could, yeah, restack your skills. So mm. that was that was the problem that was happening in the demo that they added all the skills that was once, and it was just complicated. But now figuring out how to use the skills that I want to use is a lot easier. I mean, yeah, story is so dull. I I have no connection with Faye and and the Cuff because they just, their dialogue together is just unsynced. Like according, like similar to how it's perfectly synced with Kratos and Atreus, but mechanic wise and gameplay wise is is definitely there. So I I think I'm just gonna keep going on with Forspoken until I finish it and then move on to Hogwarts and eventually go back to Dead Space whenever that gets fixed. And yeah, uh, say, say make, good, make a second yeah, I've heard... when you're on the bridge, man. <laughs> yeah. Don't save in chapter five at all. Just don't even save during that chapter. <laughs> and then for me, oh, uh, I'm I'm on the fence with that new Final Fantasy Riven game, and it's mainly because I don't know if I want to spend the money for it. <laughs> because ah, oh, it's so frustrating. Because the normal edition looks. I, I'm tempted. See, even the normal edition, I don't know if I'm going to play it enough to be worthwhile. But then some of the songs I want are in the deluxe edition, which is a little bit more expensive because I, I think some songs are a lot behind the deluxe. But then at the same point, if I'm buying the deluxe edition, I might as well buy the super deluxe edition for a little bit more. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> oh, I, I don't know if I want to buy, spend that much money on a video game that I'm not sure if I'm going to play that much. So, yeah, we'll see if I end up buying it or not. I watched videos of that game and that looks like the hardest fucking rhythm game I've ever seen in my life. I've played it. I've played I the demo. Know I know there's a demo. I should probably give it a yeah. try. But I watched some videos of some dude playing like on Supreme difficulty or whatever. And I was like, oh, how yeah. the fuck do you even like attempt to hit the bike? I don't even understand how the button system works in that game. But it's whatever, just, I got it. Okay. Button system is pretty easy, actually. It's actually easier than I thought it would be. Um, it, you, you can press any button for the normal attacks, and then you got to press two buttons at the same time for the other when there's two lines. And the direction, and the direction. That's what I've seen so far. 
But what about the direction when it points like left and right at the same time? Like you have to use both analog sticks? Yeah, just both analog to sticks. Hit it that way? Yeah. Okay. So if it's left like, and right, like, just I put look it... at it and I'm like, this game probably should have released with its own controller. <laughs> no, no, it really. It, the only buttons I was pressing was circle, L2, and the analog sticks. That's it. I don't know. I was watching that guy play on Supreme and then he like had to like shake off his hand because his fucking hands started hurting after like two songs. Also, oh yeah, I, I wouldn't play in stream. I ain't getting no carpal tunnel from this game. <laughs> that's that's why there's multiple different difficulties, Gary, so you can play the ones that you feel like you want to play. You don't have to jump into the hardest mode. Well, tell that to Alfonso who wants to platinum everything. He ain't getting the platinum in that game. He's got to get a triple S rating on Supreme Difficulty. <laughs> on Spoilers, every stage, that's... game over, man. <laughs> hardest platinum in existence right there. <laughs> <laughs> is that even a trophy? I'm pretty sure it is, dude. I don't know why it wouldn't be. <laughs> yeah, you know I'm gonna check while I'm checking that. Gar uh, Alfonso, I mean Mike. Damn it, I'll get the name yep. right. You want to talk about a certain game? Yeah, oh, sure. What's... I mean, um, yeah, yeah, sure. I I have a little chat about it. Yeah, um, just tell me when to shut up. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I've uh, I reviewed Hogwarts Legacy for uh, PSU. It wasn't planned, but um, we uh, had an, uh, it was um, uh, someone else was uh, t uh, too busy uh, doing something, which uh, I can mention when it's uh, <laughs> when it's appropriate. It's pretty cool, but so um, they gave it to me. Uh, I really liked it. Um, I'm not a massive Harry Potter fan. I think I mentioned this when I talked about um, yeah, I talked about the preview that I did uh, one, the podcast before last. That was uh, my first one back. Um, I I I only really know the uh, the films, but I enjoy the Harry Potter films enough. And this is a fantasy RPG, and that's what I enjoy anyway. So that fact alone was enough to you know entice me anyway. But um, I could appre still appreciate all the pa uh, Harry Potter lore behind it. Um, it's I mean it's hard to try and be concise about something like this because it's an open world game, but it's it's just very well made. It's um the the locations and everything are really true to the uh, the source material. It feels like again my my source references is only the films, but it really does feel like you're in a Harry Potter film slash novel. Uh, the Hogwarts castle itself is fantastic. The way they've uh, created that digitally, it's uh, it feels it's not just a, a a you know a castle to run around and nothing else. It, it feels alive as the students there mingling and chatting. You have. Uh, I think his name, oh, I want to hope I get his name right, or Potter fans are going to crucify me. I think it's Peeves, the poltergeist. He's there, like, causing trouble and stuff. Like, I was, several times I've just been running by, running through corridors, running up the stairs, and I hear, like, this, ooh, 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 it's like, ah, and he's, like, scree he's, like, surprised these students are there, like, you know, telling him off and stuff and screaming, and there's, like, ghosts, like, head nearly headless Nick, like, just cruising through the air and disappearing through walls. A, gr a grey lady there sobbing in the corner stuff it's uh there's uh suits of armor that kind of hum and like um sort of like move around when you walk past the paintings as you know you know they're, they're the, the living paintings there's a guy playing like a a cello and stuff and or whatever it's just it looks it's just like it is depicted in the films it feels great and the rest of the world is done really well uh you have um uh you have hogsmeade which is basically this game's version of diagon alley where you get all your wizarding stuff which is like a very uh kind of medieval english picturesque village which is really beautiful especially at night as well there's lots of fireworks going on stuff like that um and you have obviously the, uh, the forbidden forest which is probably oppressive and moody as you'd expect 
Uh, it's full of like these dark wizards and giant spiders and stuff, which is really, really cool. And the rest of the world, I mean, haven't actually, um, there's still areas that I haven't fully explored yet, but the, it's, it's a pretty big map. Uh, there's lots of little, uh, there's lot, lots of little hamlets dotted around. Like obviously Hogsmeade is a, is a bigger place and Hogwarts itself, but you have like smaller villages and stuff like that. You can go to There's hidden caves, there's valleys, there's mountains, uh, lakes, rivers and everything. Really, really cool. Lots of side stuff you can do. You can like do broomstick racing. You can pop balloons while you're on the, on, on the broomstick. You can do wizard duels. You can do summoners court and stuff. You can. Uh, there's, there's loads of others. I'm just going off the top of my head. There's, there's a lot of stuff that you know, as, as side content in there. Uh, the main, the, the big, the big part for me though, and this was quite a surprise actually, because I didn't get quite grasp of it on the preview because I didn't really see it that much. But uh, the combat is really, really good. Um, you have a basic spell uh, that you can press by pre um, hitting R2, and obviously you press it, and it's sort of like just combo, but. Um, it would get quite repetitive if that's all it was, but there's, there's so much more. You unlock, obviously, you don't have all the spells under your belt straight away. You have to unlock them, but it's quite easy uh, to unlock them, and they come quite plentiful. So as soon as you've got just a couple of spells, like Levioso to, like, you know, levitate them, and then you can do Expelliarmus, and, oh, God, I'm trying to get the names of these right. There's, uh, yeah, Expelliarmus, Configuro, which is a fire-based spell. There's Ice Spells. There's spells where you can like levitate them and you can like force them down to the floor, crash them down to the floor for a little combo. Like it's it's almost like as if how can to um to describe it in a best way I can, if Dante was a wizard and he had a wand instead of the sword, that's what the combat's like. Because you juggle enemies, you do all these flashy different combos, you're not just spamming a simple attack, you levitate them. You hit them with a few spells. You pull them closer to you. You hit them again. You smash them away with, smash them to the ground, or give them a shot of Configuro and set them on fire. It's really, really cool. There's lots of different combos and lots of different ways you can defeat enemies. And some enemies have different shields, and the color corresponds to the sh uh, this spell. Like there's ones that have uh, purple shields. Use a uh, bar. You can use um. Uh, parts of the environment like barrels or explosives to dismantle the shields there's ones that have yellows uh yellow shields you use like levioso for example so there's a lot of strategy involved in it and it can you can get overwhelmed quite a lot if you're not careful but as i noted in my review <clears throat> which you can read now <clears throat> uh you um it's never it never feels unfair because you're always obviously you know you don't want to go and you don't want to go up against a level bloody 30 dark wizard if you're level 15 for example obviously you get your ass handed to you. but if you're like at the same level or just a few out um you never really feel like it's unfair or anything you still you're always you feel like you've got the tools you need as long as you're as long as you're good at mastering the dodge which you just um it's a basic dodge like m most games you know games like that you know circle so you can roll to the side or whatever um but more crucially if you use the uh parrot uh the block button um which is triangle you put up a spell and if you hold it down you do a counter hit i can't remember what the spell is called i should do i because i've done it enough times i can't remember it's an actual spell so you hit them back as long as you do that and use your the wealth of uh spells that you've got you can pretty much overcome anyone even if some of the kind of um they take quite a few hits like some of the bigger enemies like the trolls and the bosses but it's still it's just so rewarding to do but you'll want to stick with it um and like i said as long as you're not like very under leveled you won't have a problem in which case you, you know you wouldn't for looking to fight someone of a higher level like like in the rp um the bosses are pretty cool as well um 
the uh, you have classes that you attend and they're kind of in the main story as well so you get your your kind of main spells through the main story but you also have uh, assignments from your teachers uh, for example the uh, defense against the dark arts teacher might ask you to do some uh, uh, send you an assignment uh, through owl mail which is really cool they, a lot of people contact you through owl mail which is really cool uh, again using the harry potter law to kind of like you know, for basic gameplay mechanics, they use Harry Potter lore. Like fast travel is flu flames, I think the term is, and um, fast travel. Uh, oh, sorry, and obviously, like if you want to travel faster, you know, you're on broom or you uh, tame like a uh, this griffin or whatever they're called, which is really cool. So they use Harry Potter lore to make otherwise kind of dull game and me- gameplay mechanics more exciting, if that makes sense. But uh, sorry, I got sidetracked there. Uh, so you might have an assignment to go and collect some materials potion or just you or use this thing use a specific uh attack against an enemy and once you've done that you can learn another spell um and add it to your collection so this one um these aren't like mandatory straight away but you they're worth doing because the more spells you have the easier of a time you're having combat and the more fun it is because you flesh it out the story itself is really good um, I'm not going to spoil anything, but it's it's basically revolves around a goblin uprising and a lot of dark wizards and stuff like that but it's um it builds quite slowly which is good um you kind of wonder what's going on a lot of the time but then obviously you get to a certain part where it's like ah oh, okay and you you get kind of get introduced to a lot of characters you've only heard from in previous in the harry potter films or whatever at least you know as far as my knowledge goes and so they flesh those out a lot more because it is it should be noted it's about 100 years before harry potter um so that's really cool and you get to meet a lot of interesting characters along the way and some of them you can be friend quite uh, some of you can be, um can be uh, taken along on missions and stuff which is cool uh there's no um there's not a morality system in it but you can use your your the things that you do are mentioned by certain characters which is kind of cool they do react to things and you can use these like really obviously dark spells and everything um but you can use them and there's no kind of like major consequence like uh, like i said there's no morality system in it but um people do react to what you've done which is cool um and you can there obviously there are dialogue choices you have it's not so much it's not really like a mass effect game but you can like um one guy like one guy will ask you to retrieve these uh oh i'm trying to remember something specific one one guy wants to prove he's like brave and he asks you to do it for him by going into this hidden area where the old uh the old herbology classes was which is full of these like uh venus flytrap things called uh tentaculars or something something like that but these are really vicious plants and you have to collect a, a leaf of these to give to him so he can say hey look i've braved this herbology this ancient her- this old herbology class filled with all these dangerous plants look how brave i am and you can instead of giving it to him i think i can't remember what the thing is but you could basically be a dick to him and say you know no i'm not doing this for you anymore i i didn't do that i actually i gave it to stuff but you can you can do these things where you can be a bit of an arsehole and obviously they're you know they will react to that like um they give you a reward and you can say actually i think i i deserve more than this you know that was quite dangerous and they're like oh okay i'm not happy about this but here's 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 more here's more reward for you so you can do stuff like that which is cool you're not just like a blank you know a goody two shoes you know just straight down the middle there are divergent paths you can take um i was um uh you have a sorting hat obviously i was in slivering and you have questions to answer some basic questions and i answered the questions and i was putting sliver in but you can 
if you're not happy with it for whatever reason, you can change it. But I was happy with that anyway, so I chose that. So that's pretty cool. You're not just locked in. If you get the questions wrong, you're not locked in permanently. You can you can say no, I'm not happy. I'll, I'll change the uh, the house you're sorted into. Um, mm. Sorry, just taking a swig. I've got water now. I'm equipped, so my throat doesn't dry. Um, um, yeah, I mean, like I said, I was really impressed with the game. Um, I really liked it. The the locations are so good. You, you you can just kind of like you can explore leisurely on your broom and stuff. Taking the sights, it's great. And there's some really gorgeous visuals there, especially like it's sunset and everything. Fly. I remember flying over the Great Lake and Hogwarts with the sunset, and it's really really beautiful. Some parts of the game look. It may not look like look that pretty sometimes but when you do get the right angle and stuff at the right like time of day in the game and stuff it does look really really nice and the character models look really good as well they've got a lot of there's a lot of character and life to them and you can uh uh the voice acting is fantastic as well uh like not just the main character not just your character in the main ones but just the students as well they you know they sound like you know you know they're obviously a lot of them are you know children and stuff they got this kind of giddy optimistic uh kind of like exuberance about them if you like they're you know they, they feel authentic you know just again like if you've seen the harry potter films or read the books it's 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 what you would imagine it would be it's it's it, they've done a really good job with that um yeah i mean there's probably more to speak about but i can't uh, because honestly i'm still kind of it was such a i i only had four days with the code um that it's the quickest turnaround i've done for a review especially a game that big i mean an open world game in you know four days is is really really tough so i was on it so much that it, it wasn't it's not that it was a blur because i obviously had a review to write but it's like there was so much to take in that i feel i've still kind of digesting stuff and i need to have a break before i go back in because there's some stuff obviously quite a few things i haven't done yet so there's probably a, you know if you ask me next week or the week after about some stuff i say oh yeah you know there's this and this and this. but yeah from obviously what my, my review time with the game was um really good um i really really liked it um and since we were talking about bugs, I didn't encounter any major bugs at all. There, I ran it in performance mode. Oh, actually, no, was that which is frame rate? Is that performance? That's performance, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I um, I ran it in performance mode, and I think there was only once or twice there was some slowdown, and that was when it was busy. And I think maybe I got stuck on a, a piece of scenery, but I I got out of it just by jumping. So literally, just really really minor issues. Um. Oh, uh, the side quests are good. Some of them are a bit fetch questy, you know, they get a bit dull sometimes, but there's some ones that are really good and you get to know uh, the certain characters, kind of like their own mini stories in, in itself, um, where you get to know a few characters. Some of them are actually really well designed and everything, so it's definitely worth doing side quests. Um, I thought, thought they were pretty good. And there's quite, there's a lot of them as well. I remember um, before it came out, there's like a hundred do them in any order you want so they are fun this yeah i mean there are some characters aren't as fleshed out as others you get like npcs that are just like you know slivering student or hufflepuff student rather than having an actual name and a lot of them are just like like i said there's a lot of uh, fetch quest star ones but you know that's that's you know you get that in other other big open world games anyway overall it's really really well designed so it, it's worth going off a beaten path definitely and like i said tons of side activities well oh that's it uh there's merlin trials as well that you could which are like these environmental puzzles uh there's these uh there's various collectibles you can do your guy your um you're kind of like uh you, you have a field guy which is basically where you uh which is a book that when you pause the game uh it has your collection where you can look at lore read about enemies you know your gear your um 
uh, your spells and things like that. It's all it's all contained in this thing called a field guide, and you find you can flesh it out more with lore and all this other stuff by collecting these flying pages that are, are field guide pages, which is pretty cool. And oh yeah, I should mention this. Sorry, I, I see see what I mean. I'm remembering more stuff. Um, there's uh, a bit later on in the game. You have rather than making potions and growing herbs and stuff in class, which you will do, you will have your own special place to do it, which is a, a area in Hogwarts room of requirement. And this is basically your, think of it as like your little house, your little hub. Uh, you can like conjure, um, use a specific spell only used there to conjure up like a uh, equipment for uh, making potions and um, growing herbs or whatever ingredients and stuff which are then used to make potions. Uh, you can decorate the wall in different colours with different items. Like I had mine. There's like a uh, I can't remember all of them, but I had my I had my room kitted out in a gothic style. Like you can use it for the wall, uh, wallpaper, the floor, the balconies and stuff. So that's pretty that's pretty cool. What you can do there. It's kind of like your little customizable hub. So that, there's a lot of fun. You can, you can just go crazy with there and do all sorts of things there, uh, which is pretty sweet. And you have uh, there's a guy uh, a house elf. You know Dobby from the uh, obviously from Harry Potter. There's a, a house elf called Deke, who is um, who's kind of like your helper around there. And he could if you don't if you get fed up with the uh, the look of the room or you don't like it or whatever, you can change it again. So like I have mine in a gothic stub. But if I want, I can ask him to change it to something else. So like I said, you can go mental there and do all the different things. So uh, yeah, um, um, yeah, Hogwarts, uh, Hogwarts Legacy. Uh, yeah, I really uh, really enjoyed it. Um, it was a nice surprise. Like I said, it wasn't planned for me to do it, but. I'm glad I did, and I will, I will, uh, I will definitely uh, dive back in again at some point. I'm just all hogwatched out at the moment, though. <laughs> um, if anyone has any questions, though, please go ahead. Um, but just give me a sec, because uh, I've got, just got to take some tablets. So if you talk a little bit, <laughs> give me a time to take them. <laughs> I'm still here. I'm still here, by the way. Don't worry. I've got them with me. <laughs> oh, all good, man. Yeah. Cool. So no... Uh, um, like, are you guys playing it at all, or planning to play it? I know. Um, Bonds, I'm going to now going that to. I can't. I'm going to play it now that I can't finish Dead Space. I was going to Dead finish Space. Dead Space and then get into it. Um, cool. But yeah, no, I've been looking forward to it for a long time. So I'm glad to hear it, it, it's good. I, you know, you gave it a pretty good score, a very good score, yeah. I should say. I did. Um, yeah, I think I was one of the highest actually. Yeah. The the only question I have because I don't remember if you mentioned it in your review is like. There is no like actual school stuff you have to do like Persona style, is there? I haven't played Persona, so I couldn't comment on like, that. Like um, taking sorry. tests and getting mm. scores for those tests and shit. Oh, I see what you mean. No, I mean there's um you do your the classes uh, that you take in the main quest. You is where you basically it's kind of like acts as a tutorial, so you'll know you'll find out how okay. to like cook potions and do that but there's no actual scores in the uh uh one of the actual things i mentioned was a little bit disappointing is a lot of the time uh, i think it's mainly in the assignment quest the teacher assignment ones when you have to attend the class like sometimes it say attend the class it's only played out in a cut scene you don't actually do anything i mean it looks good like you know you see the students doing stuff and it's got this really chirpy music in the background that's like a harry potter film but it would have been nice to actually interact and actually do stuff and like even if it's literally just pressing a you know a button here or moving the analog stick here just to like tip a potion into a thing or make it or do or, or do this or do that you know it would have been nice to have that interaction but um uh, it doesn't matter but some um, sort yeah, of, there's certainly some sort of QTE 
<laughs> I, mean, I mean, yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, um, I wouldn't have opposed to that as long as they're not too bad. Um, it, you know, just so, so you can interact with it and everything. But um, when you learn, incidentally, when you learn the spell, uh, you have to actually, um, you have to press certain face buttons and move the analog stick in the pattern of the, the wand movement. So before the, uh, you have a timer to do it before this kind of like red bar fills up and then you fail the spell. So you have to, to learn the spell, you have to do something, which is nice. You know, it's, it's easy as hell to do, but it's nice that you actually have to learn the spell by doing the, mo the motion and pressing certain buttons. But yeah, there, there's no, uh, there's no persona style stuff at all. Um, Gary, no, sorry. <laughs> oh, that's good. I'm, I'm happy about that. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that's not a negative for me. <laughs> oh, okay. Fair play. Yeah. Ooh, um, any, if anyone's got any, anyone got any other questions far away now, otherwise, Ben, you may as well take us to whatever's next. No, I'm I, I good. Don't, I'm good. Cool. Yeah. Okay, uh, cool. Sounds good. Thanks for letting me speak okay. about it. Yeah, no worries. Thank you for joining us to speak about it. Uh, no worries. No worries. I will be, you know, I don't know what my, I th sorry, just quickly. I think my next, uh, my next thing to talk about will probably be in terms of like reviews or whatever, will probably be Resident Evil 4 Remake and that'll be in about a, um, just over a month, so yeah, that'd be. <laughs> I might not have much to talk about on the next few podcasts in terms of that. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, uh, but rest assured, I could do a whole podcast on RE4. <laughs> and you might eventually, because Halloween will be a thing eventually. Yes, so. good point. Yeah, good point. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Anyway, carry on. Ben. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Don't worry. It's fine. Well, let's mm. go into the news now. Um, okay. Yeah. With PSVR 2 coming out in about a week or so, I think, if I'm right, it's it's coming out at the end of the month, right? Um, we've got some news yeah, uh, from Sony. Second, yeah. Yeah. We've got news from Sony saying that 100 PSVR 2 games are currently in development. Um, I'm kind of excited. Uh, PSVR 2, as I said, comes out February 22nd at £529. I know a lot of people complain about the price. I can't afford it, but I, I don't see the issue with the price myself. Uh, Gary, are you excited for these 100 games? And as long as they're not just tech demos. 99 <laughs> as long as anywhere in those 100 games three or four of those games are first party games i will be excited um i'm fine with other companies doing vr games they've been doing it even before the playstation vr came out there's just so many like if you go to steam there's so many as you would expect shovelware vr titles out there I don't want yeah. that in my PSVR 2. And a lot of those games were already made. Just because they're coming to PSVR 2 doesn't mean they're new games. They've been around for a while. Um, they're just new to this console, I guess you can call it. Um, yeah, they're like uh, they're PSVR games, some of them that have been mm -hmm. uh, souped up to go on the PSVR 2, like uh, you know, PS4 games coming to PS5, that kind of thing. Yeah, Yeah, and some of them are coming from Oculus. And some yeah, of them are coming yeah. straight from Steam. So these games already existed. Um, but I, like I said, I'll be happy with newer games, especially from Sony, because there's no better company to showcase what your hardware can do than yourself. Nintendo has been doing this for years. You know, Nintendo's doing shit with their hardware that people didn't think was even possible on their hardware, showing you that they can do it, which means everybody should be able to do it. So Sony, besides Horizon Call of the Mountain, they have to be looking at making a lot more shit. Like, I'm still kind of irritated that they're not porting Astro Brawl Rescue Mission from the original PSVR to PSVR 2. Why is that not a thing? Especially when you gave 
an Astro Bot game for free with the PS5 that was very popular with a lot of people. This will be perfect for PSVR 2. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I will be okay as long as I know Sony is supporting it because this is what they didn't do with the Vita. They didn't support the Vita very well with first party. And it failed miserably. Um, don't do the mm. same thing here. <laughs> hey, even with the first PSVR, they didn't really support it themselves. Yep. <clears throat> Alfonso. Uh, <clears throat> I'm looking forward to it. Um, 100 sounds, for me personally, 100 sounds fine at the moment because I, I, I'm guaranteed, I know I'm guaranteed not to play all 100 because there's, there's certain games certain people might like and certain games certain people won't like. I, I'm pretty sure not everyone's going to play all 100. And you and Ben already know this, but uh, Mike doesn't. I originally had the first VR test set, but because of my health issue, I couldn't really play. So I never really got to experience oh. all the original games. But now that some of them are getting ported to VR 2, I'm going to be preoccupied with all the ones that I haven't played. So whenever these new 100 games come out, that's just more stuff for me to play down the road. So bring on the more games for me, the better. So, yeah. That's good to hear, man. Yep. Sport for choice, then. <laughs> and Mike. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm i not getting PS uh, VR 2 anytime soon. It's um, I mean... As Joel says in The Last of Us, too rich for my blood. <laughs> that price is way too much. Um, I, I couldn't afford that yet. Um, but, you know, it's a it's for a VR headset, though. I mean, I don't know much about these things, but I, as I understand, it's actually really good. It's really good value for a, a VR headset of that, that, you know, that power that it has because of, there's other ones out there which are well, a I'd, lot more expensive. So I want to say it's cheap, but... You gotta remember though, that's that five hundred twenty-five includes the two controllers. So I would probably take a hundred pound off the title, off the yeah, off off it as a bundle. So technically, it's only about four hundred for the headset. Which yeah, if you compare oh, it to all the other point. headsets, yeah, you know, that's pretty. Yeah, pretty well, good the technology it. you have on that thing is easily like twelve hundred dollars. So yeah, you're that's why getting it for more yeah. than half off essentially. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, that's good. Um, as for the games, I mean, yeah, it's good, it's good to hear. At this point, obviously, you know, a few weeks before launch, you want to hear that there's a lot of games coming out uh, that they've got, they've got in development because, as Gary said, you don't want it to be under-supported like PS Vita and all that kind of stuff. They want to they really, you know, push this and every, uh, as much as they can. Hope Again, as Gary said, hopefully a lot of those games will be first-party. They, they didn't say, cause I, I did the story on this uh they didn't say where, how many were first party or third party um, or which ones are ports or souped up versions or original content. But 100 is still a nice big round fat number, a healthy number. So as long as we get some quality games, then yeah, that's a good thing in my books. That's all I can I mean, say. One of them we have to already know is Resident Evil 4 because they said it is coming to VR. The remake. Yeah, well, they said it supports VR too. They haven't actually said how for all. I want to yeah. think it'd be great. If, yeah, I mean... I don't. I know mean, there is already like there is already a full Resident Evil Four on VR on PC. So, yeah, the the Oculus Resident Evil Four VR. <laughs> yeah, but that's yeah. the original Resident Evil Four, not the remake. So it wouldn't be a yeah. port. There wouldn't be a port of that. This this would this is like this would be PSVR two only because obviously this is you know this is just the okay, remake. Okay. So, uh, Mike, how much do you want to bet right now that this is going to be Resident Evil Four Gold Edition and is going to have a first person camera? 
and that's when the VR is going to come in. So you're just going to do the opposite yeah. of what they did with Resident Evil 8. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speaking of that, obviously that is getting PSVR 2 support at launch. Um, Resident Evil Village. So there we go. That's uh, that. That would be a game that I'd play, definitely. <laughs> I still can't believe... I, I know I bring this up multiple times, but I still can't believe they... I know people wanted a third-person mode in Resident Evil 8, so they added that. They're adding that, haven't they? Or they're adding it. But I still can't yeah, believe they, they added. Yeah, they've added it. I still can't believe that the final DLC is third person only, and in it's like, what about those that enjoyed the first person mode? Surely you should just do both. Well, yeah, well. I think I don't know why it's um only uh only third person. Um, it was pretty good for what it was, but um yeah uh yeah, that is quite interesting, Ben. Yeah, you know, I just find it weird that they switched from first person only so people can play no third person to third person only so there's no first person it's like this just do both just just do both (laughs) Uh, i still think it's great that they uh, they did resident evil uh uh, resident evil 7 was that kitchen demo and no one knew what it was at the time that was actually resident Evil 7. uh, that was really cool because they gave it away in the title didn't they yeah, they gave it away yeah. in the title. I think you could find a seven in in the in the logo of Kitchen, but obviously no one connected the dots back then. I mean, I sure didn't. So that that was. I still think that was a really cool surprise. <laughs> that was my first try at VR. Was that Kitchen? Um, I was at Eurogamer oh, Expo, and they're like, "Do you want to mm-hmm. try this?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure." Oh, so no, sorry, I didn't book a. Uh, I didn't know about the VR, so I didn't book it. They're like, I didn't book it. Oh, right. like, oh yeah, if we got a space, we'll give you a text message. I'm like, okay, thanks. Yeah, if someone didn't turn up or cancel. We'll give you a text message and i walked away and then 10 minutes after walking away they sent me a text message can you come back <laughs> oh nice and yeah that's <laughs> that how i got to try the kitchen and yeah yeah nah, I, I, I put myself in fear <laughs> <laughs> little did you know you were playing resident evil 7. yeah yeah played resident evil 7 before any of you <laughs> <laughs> yeah you did <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway okay let's go to the next topic Talking about games with DLC, uh, supposedly there's going to be a Sonic Origins Plus, uh, which has been rated in Korea. Uh, Sonic Mania also had a Plus version, which came out a year later. Uh, Sonic Orange did have some controversy when it released last year, fun brightly, because it sold you backgrounds. I think it was or something like that. I can't remember. I know there was some weird yeah. DLC. Um, yeah, so there, I'm was, hoping... there was a lot of hoop. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, carry on. I, I was just saying, yeah, there was a lot. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it, there was... Uh, you got certain DLC with different versions of the game or something. It was basically it was stuff that they, people felt should have been in the game, you know, uh, in, included in the game. So um, uh, that, that's why people were annoyed about it at the time. The premium fun pack. <laughs> uh, I also <laughs> did. I'll admit I debunked on the podcast the the whole. I know they had the, the you know the you get this version and you get this and you get this. But it was basically pre-order the game and buy the deluxe edition and you get everything. The the, the picture that people put around the internet was very complicated for something where there's really just two versions. It looked more complicated oh, okay. than it is. Like, if you bought the oh, deluxe edition, enough. you got everything. Yeah. If you didn't buy the deluxe edition, you did get everything. But people made it like, oh, but if you buy the if you buy the non-deluxe physical edition, you get these. And if you don't pre-order the deluxe edition, you don't get... That's like, oh. anyway, Sonic oh, Origins. Okay. So it was easy. <laughs> it was it was pretty easy when you looked at it, like at the storefront. Yeah. It just 
looked more complicated than it was. Ah, <laughs> oh, um, fair enough. So yeah, Sonic Orange Plus. Maybe, maybe I'll be able to pay five pound to change my icon on the PS5 desktop. I don't know. Who knows? Mike, <laughs> thoughts on this? Um, I love Sonic Origins. I'm a, a big Sonic fan. Um, I reviewed that last year. Um, I'm not surprised if they do do this because, as, as I said, uh, they did it for Sonic Mania, and it's uh, obviously um, unless they put some new stuff in there. I mean, Sonic Mania had two playable characters. Um, including the uh, plus version so they might have some extra bits and pieces but um it's probably going to be all the stuff that was sold as dlc or what or whatever it was the deluxe edition had it's probably going to be all included in one package i'm guessing but um yeah it's um i'm again not surprised sega um, these kind of things happen a lot so if you haven't i mean whoever hasn't played sonic um origins i mean it's great if you love sonic especially 2d classic sonic then I can't recommend this enough. So if you're waiting for the plus version, uh, or you want to, you don't, you don't have it, and you don't mind waiting for this when, for whenever it comes out, then definitely get it because it's great. Uh, Gary, <laughs> do you really want to ask me? <laughs> yes. Um, sure. Um, I haven't been waiting for Sonic for a very long time anymore. Um, but I, I do question what they're going to add to this. Uh, like. Is there going to be another game added, or is it just going to be like I don't even know what it could be? Um, that I mean, be easy. They could add Amy and Metal Sonic as playable characters. They're they're in the picture. They could just add them as playable characters. Sure, yeah, or you can point. just, as you always said, Ben, just patch it into the last game that you already released. <laughs> Why release another do that version? Either. that you have to rebuy. Um, yeah, it it is what it is. I guess. Um, but yeah, no, it, I'm happy for people excited for it. Uh, I'll personally wait for Sonic Mania 2 if that ever comes, because Sonic Mania was the last good Sonic game, in my opinion. So. Oh, I love Mania. That was great. Mania was even good. By, Sega. <laughs> by the way, Mike, I put in the general chat, but I found the image that people got confused by. If you look at it with detail, if you look at it just as it is, it looks confusing. But if you look at the standard edition, the deluxe edition, it shows that the dark edition just comes with everything and you don't need to, it, there's nothing to like. It, it, yeah. I see thing. what you mean now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, ah, uh. Oh yeah. Yeah. I see what you mean. Everyone's like, Oh, there's so many options. I'm like, no, there's two. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alfonso. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I enjoyed, uh, Sonic oranges as like Mike, I am, a huge Sonic fan. Um, like Gary also said, I'm curious to see what they're going to put into it. Um, I have to see first. If it's not much, then honestly, it doesn't make sense to be playing it. I could just watch other people play it. But uh, yeah, obviously, this is basically for all Sonic fans who grew up with the 2D style Sonic art. So yeah. No, oh, that was it. You got character animations in the main menu as part of the DLC. Jesus Christ, people. This is what they paid extra money for? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's literally Sega being, well, our fan base is fucking insane and crazy and they'll give us money for anything. We'll just throw whatever the fuck we want in it and people yeah, will buy the pre- it. The premium <laughs> fun pack, fun pack, comes with hard wow. missions, the letterbox background. Uh, so you get a letterbox. Character animations Ooh. in the main menu. Camera controls over the main menu and character animations during music. 
camera control with the main menu? Wait, you can scroll up and down the picture <laughs> like a mouse. <laughs> oh god! Yeah, and that was your premium really fun pack. Be, that needs to be in. The, that should just be in the main game. Let's face it. Um, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure what they do is just add all this stuff in in one package for uh, pl the plus version. We may, like Ben said, that was a good shout about Amy and Metal Get. Uh, Metal Sonic being playable characters, but I think um, it's pretty obvious it's going to be all this this stuff. I mean, God, that, that's... <laughs> look at this, Ma! I got camera control on the menu. Sonic has character animation. Sonic has character animations now. <laughs> animations, five dollars. <laughs> oh God, man! Oh. That's horse armor style uh, bullshit, mate. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, 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 so yeah. Like I said, when Frontiers is coming out, Sega can just they... release a pile of bird and call it Sonic, and people will buy the shit out of it. And they know they can sell it because I bought that that DLC. So yeah, they know they can and sell people it. People call them Nintendo fans crazy. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, okay, in action game return nights delayed to early summer 2023 on PS4 and PS5. Uh, since our June 2020 review, we've made a plethora of updates to return nights, but unfortunately, we can't mention them all as the list is quite extensive. The most important aspect is we're focused on enhancing the overall gameplay flow and immersion so people can truly lose themselves in the character and story of the game. We want people to feel like they're living in the game world and experience the story for themselves. Uh, I can't remember much about this game, but I think I was kind of excited for it when it was announced. Uh, Alfonso, what game is this? Eternites. Yeah, yeah what? Eternites. Eternites. Wait, Day in action game. A... What game is this again? I don't oh, know. Boy, I'm, blank. I'm blanking on this. Um, is it that by is Studio Sai? The rock. Is it that the game with the rock star group? I, I don't. I don't. I don't remember. Oh boy, I'm blanking on this. It looks a bit I like dark because I wrote the story. <laughs> it looks like what? I don't know. It just looks. It's got. There's a guy on a motorbike. There's someone carrying something. It looks cool. I want it. It's really dark as well. God, I can't remember. Oh, me, wait, hold on. Let me look no, this up. We get to us because I can't. I'm pulling a blank too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've got this little trailer. There's so many games that we can't even remember all the games. There you go. Well, uh, I'll save okay. my thoughts. There's a day okay, system. No, it's basically no. dark persona, I feel like, but with more anime and fighting and not persona. Now I know what you're talking about. Okay, <laughs> then, like... now, you know, now you know what I'm talking about, Gary, then, first. Okay, what was the question about it? It's been delayed. What, what, what do you think? Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, it's... No big deal, I guess. I mean, I think this they announced this during the state of play, I believe it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm. yeah, I mean, I think it actually looks pretty cool. The combat looks fun. I know it's also like a dating sim, so you can date any of the, I'm guessing, the four female characters that are... Yeah, I, I was going to say waifus, but then I realized they don't look that old, so I'm not going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> 
I think it looks actually pretty cool. I think they're co- kind of comparing it to to like a Souls like game where the combat is very one on one ish. Um, but it's cool. Like you watch the trailer, you have the main character with his light sword or whatever that is, and then like <laughs> the other characters are there too, adding support to it. Um, I actually think it looks pretty cool, to be honest with you. Um, but the delay, um, I'm fine with the delay. There's just so much shit coming out. At this point, I can't even keep track of games that are coming out anymore until like a week before they come out. <laughs> so, second yeah. that, uh, um, it looks cool. Like Gary said, um, I'm I'm fine with delays as long as it's not pushed back too far, because then you lose interest. There's other games coming out. You focus on the games that are out, and then as the new release date comes comes closer, you totally forgot uh, that this game was got pushed back, et cetera, et cetera. For me, a month to a month and a half, if that if that's how the delay is supposed to be, then fine. That that's the max. But anything past two months, then I'm losing interest and I'm not getting it no more. So um obviously delays I, I don't care for it because a lot of people want these games to come out, but if you have to delay to fix the game to make it run properly, then do so. But like I said, I it's game breaking bugs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, other than that, yeah. When when it does come out, I I will give it a shot. I will give it a shot. Okay, Mike. Um, yeah, I I know I did the story on this, but I I'd never heard of the game when I wrote the story. Um, I I don't know anything about it really. Um, things get delayed all the time, so I'm not surprised. Um, I mean. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying. I'm trying to like flesh this out. I honestly don't have anything to say. I don't know anything about the game. It looks cool. I'm sorry for the people who are looking forward to it that it's got delayed, but you know, shit happened. Yeah, be careful. <laughs> you might have got to review that game, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, knowing my luck, <laughs> I'm sure it will be worth the wait. There we go. I mean, it, anyway, it has anime. Waifu character, so it's probably going to go to me automatically. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or, or like JP just, just throws those games at me. Hey, Gary. Yeah, you or Tim. Exactly. That's exactly what I thought. You or Tim. Like, I'm not kidding, Gary. Whenever I write about a game like this that looks anime, kind of, or like RPG anime, I'm thinking, oh, Gary's so doing that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think we'll end yeah, with this. That's well, now. We've got two more. Okay. I forgot two more. Um, we've got one more after this, but this is we'll end after this. Um, Nakon is set to come back March 9th, um, and we'll finally have an update on Lord of the Rings Gollum, uh, Robocop, Rogue City, and Gangs of Sherwood, and more. I'm still not expecting much from Lord of the Rings Gollum, but that's just me. Um, it definitely doesn't look like a game most people will enjoy. I, I feel like it's going to flop, which sucks because it. Okay, it's a good game. I just don't think people want this. So, <laughs> Mike. Yeah, it's interesting. That game has been a long time coming. Um, I'm sure it's been... I'm sure it was announced at least two years ago, two and a half years ago, and it just seems to oh, be... longer. Um, it was one of the first yeah. next-gen titles announced before oh, PS- well, there we go. when PS5 was announced. <laughs> oh, well, there we go then. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, um, over three years now, pretty much. Um, I... Um, I, I remember re- I was it's weird I was reading about it recently and it was apparently it was meant to be out uh 
I think September. There was a news story on, on well, our yeah, site I, saying September. I was I was there for that, but that was what I covered. Oh God, yeah. Was that when? It, oh, sorry. Was that when it was? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but obviously, obviously, it's now been uh, now been delayed. Um, I'm interested in the game. I mean, I like Lord of the Rings. I like the books and the films and stuff. I like Gollum's a co- really cool character, or Sh- uh, Schmeagol slash Gollum, I should say. Um, I, I'm not really sure what because this is. I think this one is. Uh, they're not following the aesthetic of the Peter Jackson films that a lot of the Lord of the Rings games have done. I think it's yeah, like it's a, a their full, own take on it. It's a full stealth based game as well, instead of like yeah, stealth, anything else. Yeah, so, so it's, <laughs> Yeah, it's um. I mean, obviously, I mean that that actually makes sense with Gollum because I mean, I mean, what's Gollum going to do against a you know a bloody an a, a Urukai or a um, Gondorian soldier apart from shit himself? You know, <laughs> not a lot. So I can understand why it's a stealth game. I just don't think um. I'm not, I think Ben, you said like about people not wanting not being the game people want. I'm not sure if that's what people want from a Lord of the Rings game. So, but it'd be, I'm I'm still interested in it. I'm, I might even end up playing it. Who knows? But um, I just it'd be I just want to find out more about it. I still feel like I don't really know that much about it. I probably missed some things to be fair. But yeah, I just think it's been coming for such a long time now that I'm not really sure how many people care about it anymore. So I I, I hope it does well. I mean I yeah I'm 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 following this one. I'm interested in it. Um, hopefully um, yeah I I I just think it needs to come out. That's all. And from been, what I remember, the devs were really nice. Like the PR team and all that were really friendly. They went through a huge chunk of the game that you know I wrote about on PSU.com. Go check it out. Um, but yeah, no, the game itself was interesting. But I just feel like cool. it's not something most people think of Lord of the Rings. Like yeah, yeah, Lord of the Rings, hide in the bush and then hope a goblin turns around and then you can. Well, sorry, hide in the bush, hope an orc turns around so you can sneak past it. Yeah. Use yeah, Gollum I mean, Vision. Whole game like that, or yeah, that's the whole game. Yeah, it's. Uh... Oh wow. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I just think it needs to come out because I think there was a lot of hype initially around it, especially as Gary said, it was one of the first next-gen titles. So you would have thought, you know, that would be one of the earliest games coming out for it, but obviously it hasn't. It's still, it's still not out yet. So I just think I'm just worried that the the uh, the hype train is kind of like come and gone now. But we'll see. Um, I mean, I still want to check. I still want to. I'll still be following it though, definitely. Um, anyway, <clears throat> Gary. Yeah, uh, like you said, Ben, uh, I don't think anybody really wants this. Um, and I think it, it has a fundamental problem telling a story. Uh, and the story here, in my opinion, is you're taking a character that was obviously in the books, it was in the movies, but you're also telling a story. Uh, that happened before he met Frodo, but after he already became corrupted by the ring. So you're telling the story of this gap that essentially was never really written, right? So there's no origin story to it. But the problem is, what are you going to put in it to make it exciting, especially since we already know the end of his story, or where I'm assuming this game is going to end leading into Lord of the Rings? Um so it, it's it's a problem that I feel a lot of stories have. Like, imagine they decided to do, oh, we're going to do a War of the Rings game, and it's going to be a story about Gimli and Legolas before they join the Fellowship. Like, what is that going to be? You know, what exactly did they fucking do? Like, what did Gimli do before the Fellowship? You know, we don't know they can add whatever they want, but 
we already know the outcome of what's going to happen. So whatever threat you introduce, we know he overcomes that threat. Um, so there's no real stakes in, in this game. There's no stakes in the story here, especially if it's already based on an established character. If it was characters that, you know, we don't know anything about, just some random character in this universe, that's fine. Um, but you're telling a story of a character like like Golem, who, like you said, Ben, is all stealth. Um, and stealth these days, in my opinion, is getting very stale. Um, stealth games, at least. You have to do something really unique to really get people's interest in it. Um, and this is not going to do it because you're essentially playing a fucking caveman. Like, there's only so many things he's going to be able to do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, how are you going to keep that interesting? Um, Wait, by the way, I don't know. I can't remember all the details. Again, this has been a, a, almost a year since I tried it. But also, he had there's like a decision making process. And from what I remember them saying, it, it doesn't really affect that game that much, which is weird. Like, I don't know if they decided to change that and that's why it got delayed. But like, supposedly there's some stuff where you might get like dialogue pops point, pop up, but they won't really affect the game. Okay, that's weird. <laughs> Uh, again, but, like, what is the point? We already know the outcome. <laughs> like, there was, um, like, what, I, I found the, in the unless you change it somehow, yeah. Like in the demo, I found brightly like, oh yeah, a butterfly flies past, and Gollum decides that does he want to let the butterfly live, or does he kill the butterfly? <laughs> okay, wow, <laughs> world building, man. <laughs> yeah, there was some celestial fucking butterfly, man. <laughs> Because it's, yeah, it's what you know, his um, Smeagol side that wants to kill it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like, oh, yeah, so do, I, do I let it live or do I eat it? They're like, it doesn't affect anything. It's your choice, though. Oh, okay. But why? Yeah, so, yeah, to me, it's it, it just feels like a pointless story. Like, the difference between this and what they did with Shadow of Mordor, you know, those two games completely different you told a story yeah. that wasn't really told like we knew that it existed but we got to experience how it existed you know uh, at least through a game's perspective whereas here it's like we know the character we know he survives up to that point like to me there's just no real consequence of what's happening here like who the fuck gives a shit if, if an orc saw golem in the cave they're like what the fuck is that i'm just gonna leave it alone it probably has rabies or something i don't want to touch that thing like they don't give a shit about Gollum. Nobody gives a shit about Gollum. The only thing they care about is the ring. And obviously he has the ring. So, or it was his ring. So, yeah, I, I, I'm just not interested in, in that character outside of what I've already experienced with that character. If they told, a, like, an origin story, like if they did The Hobbit, that's a different thing, you know? Or what happened after The Hobbit. Like, how he really got fucking corrupted. Um, oh, uh, Gary, Gollum is... Uh... Gollum's right next to me, and he's very disappointed here. You don't care about him. What what you got to say about no, that? No, I care about him, but <laughs> I've already experienced everything about him that I need to know. Like, there's nothing in this game that they can do to flesh out his story because it takes place in the middle of his existence. <laughs> and all I know is he's been in the fucking cave caring about his ring the whole time. Like, nothing here matters to me because <laughs> it doesn't matter in the overall story. <laughs> <laughs> not listening. I'm not listening. <laughs> My precious. <laughs> that, that's all I'm saying. Like, 
Unless they change the story of Lord of the Rings, which will piss people off even more. Like, the story yeah, that, that has no consequence down. at all. That will go down very well. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, Alfonso. Uh, this, this is simple for me. I, I can't say much about this in terms of liking the game because I know nothing about the lore. Yes, Gary, you hate at me all you want. I, I don't care. I never read the books. Well, let me rephrase that. I tried to read the book and I tried to watch the movie. And I can't get into it. I don't know. Something about that franchise is like I tried and tried numerous times from different people saying, oh, I recommend you read this book. I recommend you watch these movies. And I just can't get a connection to these characters. It, it doesn't work for me. So this game has no effect for on me. So, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough, man. Yeah. And the final do you, do topic. You actually wait. Oh, sorry. Okay. So I was just going to quickly say, Fonz, do you is that like fantasy in general? Is it just, um, or is it just Lord of the Rings that didn't quite like sing? To you? No, it's just Lord of the Rings because it's, it's just oh, like, okay. It's, it basically with anything. If I can't get a connection to the characters, I'm not going to enjoy it. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm just going to pass it off. That's that's how I feel about everything. It's just not just video games. It's, it's movies, TV shows, even books. If I can't get a connection, then it's not going to work for me. Okay, fair play, man. Cool. As you continue, sorry, sorry, broken over here. Hey, I'm trying. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying. Uh, first of all, first of all, first of all, first of all, Shan is helping me. This, this side note, Shan is helping me play this because obviously, female. You, I already told you, females protagonists they need more roles. The only reason she's playing it because Trey has a damn cat. Okay, she has a cat, and the cat is in there for like, like ten minutes. You don't see this cat ever again, but because she knows this character has a cat, she's constantly playing it with me. Yeah, that's the only reason she's playing this game. So if I can't get through it, definitely she will. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. That's great. (laughs) Talking about games with animals, though, um, guess what? It seems there's a tease for God of War. Uh, Blizzard on Midgar teased by Sony for Super Bowl LVI 2. I actually don't know what L is in Roman numerals. 20... Oh, yeah, I think is, it's, is, is it no, 20? I think it's like 30, is it a 37? 57. No, 57. 57. Oh, L is 50, isn't it? Yeah, L is 50. Um, ah, right. So, um, see, I, I, we haven't got to Final Fantasy L yet, so I don't know. <laughs> oh, no, sorry, that was Final Fantasy <laughs> 13. Never mind. Yeah. Um, anyway, Blizzard by... Uh, anyway, Sony, Super Bowl LV... To uh, eyes, anyway, PlayStation Five fans to keep their eyes peeled on its social channels for more surprises and celebrations of its fan favorite PS Five game. Today's Odin Ravens are spied on a new teaser on PlayStation Canada's Instagram and Facebook channels, forecasting the blizzard on Midgard this Sunday night. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. To see how it all plays out, make sure you tune into the big game this weekend, which I'm not. I'm just going to hope that someone leaks it on Twitter. Um. <laughs> By the way, this will be out after Sunday because we're recording this on a Sunday, so you should already be yeah. able to know what this is. We don't know what this is, but you'll know what this is, so you'll know something that we don't know. Except for our future selves will know this. So our future selves will know this, but our past selves don't know this. So hi, future selves that know this information that we do not know right now. Um, anyway, yeah, how wrong we were. <laughs> yeah, how, how. So do you think it's going to be DLC? We <laughs> do you think they're going to tease DLC? Or do you, I don't know. I hope uh, it's DLC. Sorry, I just, yeah, I hope it's DLC. I hope they just don't follow the route 
like Horizon and release the DLC like a year after the game comes out. That that's just way too long to get DLC. Yeah, like I know. Yeah, Horizon Forbidden West came out last year. We get DLC in April. That that's a year. I I hope it doesn't fall that same route because that's just stupid. But yeah, make it be DLC though. What do you think about if the DLC is only PS5? That's also fine. Um, I played the PS5 version of Ragnarok. So, I mean, yes, I'm playing the PS4 version now, but like I started with PS5. So if it only comes out with PS5, then that's still fine. <clears throat> uh, Mike? Um, yeah, I mean, my first thought when I read this was uh, DLC. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, they haven't said anything about there not being DLC in this game, have they? I seem to remember writing about. Uh, I don't know when it was, but it popped into my head about a game developers said there won't be any DLC for this game, and I don't know if it was God of War or not. I, I'm guessing it wasn't, because you guys would have mentioned something, but that definitely, I've definitely done something like that when they said, no, there would be no DLC for this game, but I think that must have been something else. Um, uh, I think, actually, you know, I'm totally... But the thing is, though, even if they I, said um... that, it sold very well, and money talks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, I was oh, right. Um, there was a yeah. there was a story um, back in uh, November um, where they said, "Yeah, I, w- I do have a good memory." Then, uh, yeah, uh, the the director um, Eric Williams on Kind of Funny Games was asked about DLC, and he said, "I don't know, man. That game is big. I think we put everything we had into it, so I wouldn't count on it." So I was right. Um, no wonder I was a bit doubtful. Um, I mean, they can change no. their mind. They can do whatever. That's no, a... it's no. I mean, they can change. That's a yeah. That's a developer trying to. That's a developer like not saying yes or no, but leaving room for DLC. Uh, like you said, it sold a lot. Um, I'm sure they could change their mind. That may have just been him being diplomatic, and they they had something in mind anyway. So, I mean, it would be nice. I haven't played Ragnarok yet. I've got it in front of me on my shelf on PS5. I'm. Uh, it's one of those games that I knew I wouldn't be playing straight away when I got it. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, um, I mean, yeah, I'm a fan of DLC as long as it's good. Uh, there's a lot of great DLC um, uh, that have been released over the years for various games. So I'm sure, I mean, these guys will do a good job, whatever it may be. Um, I'd like, you know, hopefully it hopefully it'll be something worthwhile. I guess we'll just we'll find out in a few hours or I won't find out till tomorrow morning. But um, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean. Hope, hopefully it is. <laughs> Just don't make it as long as it's not too long. I mean, if the game's as big enough as it is, as far as I know. So, uh, you know, trying to, you know, I don't want to have to put another. Uh, I mean, God knows how long I'm going to spend on Ragnarok, as it is, but um, I'm. Sh- but I'd, I'd welcome some DLC as long as it's not another fifty hours. <laughs> and Gary, um, I don't want to be the ballbuster here, but um, I honestly don't think it's going to be anything. Uh, I think it's just going to be a live with PlayStation commercial. Like Sony got one of their commercials into the Super Bowl, which is obviously big for them. It's not very cheap to have a ad on the Super Bowl. I just can't fathom Sony announcing a DLC uh, of any kind through the Super Bowl because I feel like there's going to mm-hmm. be less eyes on it. Uh, I know that sounds weird, but I feel like it's going to be less gamer eyes, which is their whole market. Um, yeah, there's just going to be like it's sports fans, isn't it? Primarily, so they probably yeah. won't even. Um, you know, probably obviously, have casual fans watching. Like, I'm not saying no gamers watching the Super Bowl, but yeah. if they no, no, heard it, here, no like... gamers. Gary said no gamers ever watch footballs. <laughs> Nobody watches sports. 
If you're a gamer, you automatically unsubscribe. That's to not what I said. That's not no, what I said. No, no, that's what he meant. <laughs> I, I just think they'd have more success doing it, you know, through how they've been doing everything, a state of play or whatever. Yeah, a state, a state of play would make more sense for a God of War DLC announcement. Yeah, if they just I, show just, up I'm, DLC for God of War during the Super Bowl. Yeah. I think yeah, the news I'm, I'm is just being optimistic, I think. <laughs> people think it will. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just I think it's going to be the the part of their new ad campaign that live with PlayStation stuff that they've been doing, which has been pretty mm. fucking fantastic so far. Um, so I just think yeah. that that's what it's really going to be. Um, I, I honestly don't think that there's going to be DLC for Ragnarok. Um, mm. I think they they've decided to slowly move on. I mean, if there is going to be DLC for Ragnarok, um, I can almost guarantee Kratos is not going to be a part of it. <laughs> so um is that I'm, is that a into a spoiler there gary or <laughs> uh no 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 not really you'll you'll see what i'm talking about when you finish it um, okay yeah sorry i couldn't resist that <laughs> no, <laughs> I, had to, I had to pry <laughs> I, i'm not spoiling things for you i'm just saying well even if i'm finished yet but even if i, I i'm as i haven't finished it yet i'm still gonna say that i feel like it's not gonna involve kratos if there's dlc yeah and i haven't um, i haven't i haven't finished it either so hmm. How long is the game? I, I had a, it took me a while to finish the game. I thought it was about um, twenty to twenty-five hours, depending on how you play it. Yeah, depending really? on if you play it. Way going. longer than that. Oh, is this just the story you're talking about? Yeah, then? yeah, yeah. If you just, just go straight oh, right. through the story, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. That, well, I did do that with God of War. I I explored a lot, and it took me. It, I was on it way a lot more than that. That's what so. I said. Yeah, twenty yeah. to twenty-five hours, de depending on how you play it. Okay. Yeah, uh, when when the credits rolled for me, I think I was at like the 65, 70 hour mark, and that's oh doing God. like eighty percent of the side stuff. Ah, uh, okay, all yeah. right. Because yeah, I always go off on, on my own thing and like, oh, what's Same. Doing so on yeah, this that's why I'm, <laughs> that's why I'm not playing the game yet because I can't have two massive games on the go. I'm playing Assassin's Creed Origins again for only the second time because <laughs> I... what's so funny. <laughs> I thought it was just you of Assassin's Creed, man. I know. Oh, sorry. Yeah, man. I only played it once, man, when I reviewed it. So um, over five years ago. So I, I've been man. meaning to come back to it. And um, I, don't, I, I can't juggle that and something like God of War together. I juggle a lot of games. Don't get me wrong, guys. I, I, I juggle a lot of games. But I, I still rein it in when it comes to open world games. Because otherwise, I'd never finish any of them. So I'm, I'm sticking with that for now. Yeah. Uh, no, no spoiler for God of War here. But there are collectibles in Ragnarok. That I think are some of the best collectibles, and it's they're collectibles from how can I put this different parts of human history that you find. So oh, like, nice. he finds like a statue of like an old Aztec goddess, and uh, what's the head's name? Mamir. Is yeah, it Mamir? Mamir, yeah, yeah. He starts talking about like what it is and which realm it's from. And then, like, you find other things from, uh, like, Christianity and ancient Egypt. So they're doing what they did with God of War when he sees the, when you're doing the fight, the fate thing. And he, he sees, like, all the different uh, realms he can go to. They're essentially teasing, oh, we can go wherever the fuck we want, you know, if we wanted to. Um, so it's really cool. Nice. A lot of those collectibles, yeah, you, like, he finds something from ancient Egypt and he's like, oh, and this place they buried cats with their dead and they protected the underworld from 
invaders and shit. You're like, that's pretty cool, you know? <laughs> oh, nice. Um, that's, that's cool, guys. That yeah, so they can, again, go wherever the hell they want if they choose to, if Ragnarok isn't going to be the end of the of the franchise, but... Surely, surely they wouldn't end it. They can. Ju- I just imagine what they do now. This is the end of a Norse one, they've said. Yeah. Um, surely they just go on to another, um, you know, they could go to ancient Egypt, like you said, or Aztec, couldn't they, if they wanted to? Yeah, they can go wherever. And I'll yeah. be okay with it. Because just like Uncharted, mm. I just want more God of Worship, man. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. In oh, my opinion, so, yeah. so some franchises, in my opinion, should never die. <laughs> I know. I can't yeah. believe that. I, I really, really... Sorry, I don't want to go off on a tangent here, but I re- I, I'm I'm with you on there, Gary. Like, I love the Uncharted games. I'm, I'm, I can't... I don't want to believe that Sony would just let that retire and mow the lawn, you know. I'm sure they must bring Uncharted back at some point, even if it's not... Probably not Nathan Drake if they get his daughter or whoever. I'm sure. I'm sure there must be another Uncharted game coming at some point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. By the way, I brought this up before, and I kind of want to bring this up because I still think this is a lovely story. So, uh, should I say it's a lovely but also sad story? Um, uh, there's a developer called Sam Hendrick, um, who who uh-huh. uh, he worked on the uh, God of War Ragnarok. But he met his partner, Jack Snipes, who joined the studio in 2019. Um, anyway, they started to get really close and they had a, they ended up uh, you know, falling in love and getting in a relationship. Um, they, they, they were close friends. They loved a lot of stuff, they, you know, the same things. Um, but then in 2020, uh, Jake passed away because of uh, epilepsy. Um, so they, the, he asked if they could add a symbol of their love into the game. And the developers ended up putting a small side quest that you can do throughout the game about uh, 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 two people that have met each other and, you know, fallen in love. Uh, yeah, it goes throughout the entire game. Oh, nice. So, oh, yeah. wow, that's pretty cool. I think I know yeah. which quest you're talking about, too. Yeah. Oh, I have to keep an eye out for that one when I play it, then. Yeah, so rest in peace. Um, Rest mm-hmm. in peace, Jake. Yeah, that's pretty. That's that's bad. That is. So they worked. Yeah. You say they worked on God Award together. On the yeah, same they team, met. Yeah? The guy start. Uh, the guy moved to the company in 2019, and then they started working together on the game, and they yeah they they fell in love, and so yeah. Then they, yeah. Oh they, okay. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, cool. Rest yeah, in I'll, peace. I'll keep an eye. I'll... Yeah, definitely. That's yeah. quite. Yeah, that's quite. Not like you said. It's quite. It's a nice story, but also sad at the same time. I'll have yeah. to um keep an eye out for that quest when i play the game definitely yeah oh. cheers ben that's quite no a nice worries. little um little um bit to add that is um I, yeah, yeah i'll look out for that so yeah um anything else about god of war before we move on only that i'm looking forward to playing it definitely i will be diving nice. in just like gary said exploring every nook and cranny of that sucker definitely man um, <laughs> yeah like, like i said for, for me it took a while to really get into it because mm. I felt like there's a lot of dry parts that just mm. drag on for a little too long. And I constantly yeah. took breaks and played other stuff. But when it gets going, which I think is like after like it, like 30% into the game, when it gets going, boy, does it start fucking going. <laughs> like I couldn't put nice. it down after, man. I was like, holy shit, mm-hmm, I didn't know what mm-hmm, happened. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, well, Ooh. time for us to wrap up with the Metacritic game. Now, I'll admit, I've had to tweak a few things because some of the games still don't have reviews. So I've stolen the scores from other consoles. 
So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is what happens when a game that we put in the review, put in for the Metacritic game that don't get reviews for a while, so that they're not just empty forever. Um, these games have been in the Met- we've been waiting three weeks and they still don't have any scores. So, um, oh, okay. But the Xbox version and the PC version, some of these games do have scores. So I'm getting the reviews for scores from them because All right. it, it's just called the Metacritic game. It's not the Metacritic PS4, PS5. Yeah, we tr- go for that first. But if we can't do that, and yeah, push yeah, comes you have to, to shove. It? Yeah, you have, right. to, have to work with what you got, right? Yeah. So anyway, back firewall. No, one second. We were here forever. That was one of the games that didn't get reviews. Um that mm-hmm. I could find anyway. Um, Gary, you gave it 78. I gave it 79. Alfonso, you gave it 77. Mike, you gave it 80. And uh, 81 points, that means Mike gets a point. Oh, shit. Congratulations. <laughs> Way. <laughs> okay, the next one is... One second. Back firewall. Gary, you gave it 70. Alfonso, you gave it 67. Mike, you gave it 55. But 84 means I gave because I gave it 89. So, yeah, you got oh 84, wow. which is pretty good. I was way off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. um. Hogwarts Legacy. I want to make sure I got this right. Um. I'm just double checking my research because I I did do this earlier on, but I want to make sure I didn't because did I know you, Gary's going to be. Effect- like, Sorry, carry on. Did you guys skip last week then? Because obviously, yeah, because there was the nothing. That I did yeah, there was nothing really. Oh. there's oh, barely okay, anything great. this week. So don't worry. The week after this, we've got barely, loads of stuff. There's plenty this week, dude. What are you talking about, barely? None. They're coming soon for PS5. Oh yes, there is, dude. There is Wild Hearts. The EA's version of Monster Hunter. Yeah. None of this is on. There's... Oh, what hot? Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, no, but I have a list of games anyway. Is coming out. Wanted what? Dead is coming out. Oh wait, that's a. Oh, I thought that was weird. That Rhythm Final Bar Line is coming out. Yeah, why isn't that? Oh, because that's on PS4. That's why I'm looking at PS4. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm putting that. And then the rest. I do know. Next week, we do have a lot. We have a ton next week. We have a ton. Not, I mean, nice. yeah, because ne- ne- it's the VR the week after, remember? So we'll have a lot <laughs> to cover. Yeah. So that's why, I didn't think, that's why I didn't think I'd do too much this week. <laughs> uh, well, I Gary, so. I guess I, d- 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 Hogwarts Legacy, Alfonso, 88, Mike, 87, me, 86, but... Coming in with 85 points is Gary, because it's got 85. Yeah. Man, any one um, of us could have taken that shit. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So, and here you're complaining that I didn't add more games, Gary. <laughs> oh. uh, so, um, okay. Two points for Gary. So the scores are now Mike <laughs> with two points, Alfonso Woo. with three points, me with four points, and Gary running ahead, as always, with five points. Ah, shit. Back in the lead. <laughs> Damn that Gary, man. But will you stay there? Hey, hey. Don't jinx it, man. With Shadow Warriors 3, 
definite edition. Gary. Wasn't this already out? No, no, it says it's coming soon. Okay. Um, 83. I'll double check, but it says it's coming soon. And I think it was just the regular Shadow Warrior 3. Yeah. Released. Okay. This is the, the, the game of the year edition, I think, sort of thing with everything. Yeah, it's for re-release with all the up, uh, stuff. Yeah. yeah. Alfonso. I'm going to go with 86. Uh, Mike. Um, I'll go with... Oh, God. Okay. Let me, I'll go with 68. <laughs> um, okay. And the random website that I use has given me 98. I've given 98. Oh <laughs> <laughs> so it's as good as Ocarina of Time and Candy Hawks Pro Skater. <laughs> yeah, it's, Soul a, it's another of, Resident Evil 4. Soul of Kronos. I'll go first. You know what? That's a fair, reasonable score, actually. 71. Mike. What's this for? Sorry? Soul Kronos? Soul of Kronos. Oh, I've never heard of this, so... Um, uh, 71. Oh, that's why I gave. Okay. Oh, was it? I thought you said 75. Yeah. Sorry. Um, no. I'll, I'll do 72. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Well, this looks fucking adorable. <laughs> Gary. Uh, 73. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, Alfonso, can I predict uh, 74? Yeah, yeah that, that, that's exactly my number, 74. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Gary. The next game is... I, I, I did this just because I wanted to say the name, if I'm honest. Journey to the Savage Planet, Employee of the Month Edition. What the hell? I like the name and I wanted to say it. <laughs> that's what that's the, the first um Google Stadia exclusive coming out since Stadia closed down. Finally. Huh. Well Gary? Um I'm gonna go with eighty two. Okay. Mike? Uh eighty no eighty. Okay. Alfonso? I'm going to go with 77. Okay. And I'm going with 73. Okay. The final one. Cool. Final Fantasy Theater Rhythm Final Bar Line. Alfonso? <sighs> I'm going to go 84. Mike? Um, 80. I need to get a high one. Um, let's go 88. Gary? 80. Um, okay. You know what? I'm not I'm not gonna random this. Just because there seems to be a pattern here that nobody seems to be noticing. I'm gonna go eighty-six. Because then we've got eighty-four, eighty-six, eighty-eight. Oh, okay. <laughs> and eighty. So if we had a, a, another person, we would end up just having a, a division of two for that entire game. Yeah. So. <laughs> 80, 82, 84, 86, and eighty-eight. <laughs> Nobody wants to share a point. <laughs> <laughs> you all get half a point. It managed to be eighty-three. Yeah. <laughs> or it'll, okay. be, it'll be eighty-five, right? 84, yeah, eight, eight, eighty-five or eighty-seven will get half points. <laughs> so, well, to be fair, I get half points 
uh, for 85 or 87. So I, technically, I'm a winning. I'm a winner either way. <laughs> um, okay, Mike, how can they find you? Shout outs and all this stuff. Um, yeah, you can uh, you can find me um, on Twitter at Mike Harridance, um or just email me mike.harridance at psu.com. Uh, shout out to you guys again. Thanks for having me on the podcast. Listen, listen to my rambling stuff and chatting about Hogwarts Legacy. It's always, it's good to kind of dive into one of those deeper things, you know, when I've played a game or reviewed a game. Um, all our list, regular listeners, all the PSU crew, uh, past and present. Um, uh, yeah, um, that, that's pretty much for me, yeah. Uh, Alfonso, shout out to how they can find you. Shout out to you, Ben, Mike, and Gary for having me on. Like always, it's fun to chat with you guys about video games. Um, to all the Marvel fans out there, it's time to see what Kang can do as Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumanium is out this Friday. I am going to see this. I got my IMAX yes. 3D tickets booked. Oh, nice. Oh. I mean, I think good. I might be seeing it. I think I might be seeing it because my one of my mates is like a massive movie guy and we usually go with um, go all go as a group. So hopefully I'll be seeing yeah. it when it's um, on Friday. I'm excited, but uh, it's, uh, I'm not looking forward. I, right, the cinema I'm going to is Cineworld. So what I'm going to have to do is I have to get the train to the next town. And then once I get to the next town, I have to get a bus to the next part of the town. And then I have to walk through a field. Walk through a field? <laughs> yeah, there's a nice big field between. <laughs> oh, that's a bit of a trek, isn't it? <laughs> it's about, uh, I think it's about a mile walk. Okay, well, I guess uh, exercise, I guess. That's one good well, thing. Well, I, I need to lose weight, so... Ben, ben, ben loves to play a survival game with his life. Everybody gets <laughs> out of the house. <laughs> but I can't get... <laughs> yeah, I need an axe to chop up some wood. I need some matches or a flint to start a fire. <laughs> Who knows how long I'm going to be out here. I mean, oh I traveled God. three tra different trains to get a Wendy's, so... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, who who was Alpha? Was it Alpha inside next? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm still I'm still going. Um, I agree with Gary. Kang is not the villain we need, but as of right now, is the villain we got. So let's see what he can do. But you can follow me on Twitter at alishan Seven. Gary. Yeah. Shout out to you guys as always. Thank you for having me on. Uh, shout out to the listeners. Thank you for listening. No shout out to EA and Motive because they won't respond to me. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> um, and shout out to the Flash. Most importantly, Michael Keaton, who's returning as Batman, and I'm getting the trailer today during the Super Bowl, and I am ecstatic to see my boy back as Batman. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> so watch out for the flash trailer dropping during the Super Bowl sometime. Um, yeah. Okay. Oh, you can reach me on Twitter at Gagalus. That's G A G L A U S H. Okay. Uh, you can find me at MGS underscore Chili on Twitter. You can find me on Moogle Girl on Radio on Twitch.tv and Moogle Girl on Radio. Shout out to everyone that listens. Um, just remember, if we hit 980 followers by, I think it's by end of March. Um, so we need seven more followers. I'm going to eat a very spicy cheese. Uh, for a context, this cheese is the equivalent of eating pepper spray. It is 2.2 million Scoville units. 
<laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I found that funny. <laughs> I take oh it back. God. Ben likes to play survival in life in general, not just outside of in his life. life. Yeah, not just not just rope walking to the cinema <laughs> in the field. Yeah, he's playing so, yeah, that's... survival with no no tools. <laughs> so yeah, this, this oh, cheese you're a brave is man, Ben. This cheese ranges from one point five to two point two million units. So oh my god. Um. So Have if we hit nine hundred eighty. Oh yeah, I've done the one chip challenge a few times. Oh wow! It's not. It's oh not. You can God. go listen to that on Sound Bites, my snack-based podcast where I eat snacks. Where on the last ep- last time we did that, I broke into tears and started crying and had to run off to the toilet to <laughs> to be sick because it was it put me in so much oh. pain. Hold oh on, Ben. I, I think you need to do a podcast that's the aftermath of Sound Bites <laughs> and show us what's happening. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh or behind uh, yeah. the scenes <laughs> as i like to call it in the nicest place way it's the pooping hadouken stage <laughs> <laughs> so anyway yeah go check behind, out sound behind bites the scenes depends on the toilet with like six ivs attached to him he's trying to survive <laughs> <laughs> so yeah if we reach 980 i get to try that cheese on stream or i'll probably eat it on sound bites anyway so go check out sound bites in the future um so yeah mm, go check out yeah, all the boy. stuff we do Goodbye. Goodbye.